We are both sick, and this is going to suck, but welcome to the Mason and Chloe show. Yes, don't judge our cracky voices or the audio when it glitches out, because that is life. Welcome to the Mason and Chloe show, and we would like to dedicate our podcast today to a very special viewer. Um, her name is Kira. Hi, Kira. Hello. All right, so what we have today for you is we are going to have a five-chapter recap, a theme discussion, a what would you do, a scientific segment, a interview with Mr. President, follow-up predictions and questions for the photo like we did last week, and that is it. So please enjoy our podcast. So our first thing that we have is justice, because uh, spoilers ahead, Jean Valjean is now the mayor, right? And then what happens is he finds out that Javert doesn't think he's Jean and that he's Monsieur Madeleine, but then he finds out that there's a new dude that's impersonating him, per se, and he goes and saves him. So that is showing us justice. Our second theme is wealth, because when Jean becomes the mayor, he gets a lot of money, and he doesn't use any of that money. He lives like the bishop did in the third chapter. Okay, so now the next one that we have is selflessness because um, Jean, when the father, whatever his name was, was underneath the horse cart, he goes and saves him and like jumps into the quicksand. And that's pretty selfless because, you know, you can get caught in the quicksand. Not scary. The quicksand. The quicksand. Our next theme is responsibility because responsibility is what's driving Jean to do all of this. Is responsibility to save Fontaine. So our last thing that we have is conscience, and that is because we all know that if we were to hear that there is a some sort of doppelganger that has taken your place in the courts, you know that maybe you would go, or you wouldn't go. I personally wouldn't go, but that would be like my conscience that would like really bug me afterwards, which ties into our next point. What would you do? I would you stick up for Fontaine even after she spits in your face? Why would I do that? I have no reason to save her. She's just going to spit in my face. At that point, I'd wipe the spit off my face, take the remaining spit, and slap her with it. Violent. <laughs> okay, well, I think I, I'd like to say that I would, but I know deep down, like, if my brother would even, like, even, like, say some sort of comeback when I'm trying to help him, I'd be like, nope, you're done. Goodbye. And so I don't see how this would be any different. I'd like to say I would help her, but I know deep down I wouldn't. Viewer Jean Valjean, would you have saved the imposter? No, I, I'm not going to lie. I would not have saved him because this is like my big break and my life is good. I got money in the bank. I'm not going to go and waste it on somebody that somehow got himself in that position. And that is not a good thing to say, but it's the truth. Well, if I were Jean Valjean, considering I also have a reason to go in that direction, I might do it considering I would have a very guilty conscience already, but... Would you actually? I would actually. No, okay. So here we have a question that everybody has been debating in our class, and it's whether one man's life in prison or a thousand men's jobs, like which one would you like prefer? So 
would you save the one imposter slash dude at the jaw, or would you save the 1,000 men that work for Jean Valjean? I would probably save the 1,000 men because it's a 1,000 people that could probably be raising money for other people, so it probably equals up to more than a 1,000 people. So the 1,000 people are saving more lives and doing more good things than the person than the imposter yeah i agree with you although it really would suck to be put in prison as somebody else um you still did some sort of crime that would land you there and so yeah i I'd, I'd save the a thousand men as well now mason would you have given monsieur Tenardier the 1500 francs or whatever the money is as i mentioned in the last one i would have just paid for him and left because i really didn't want to deal with him and he sounds like a really annoying person to be around and he probably has a really high-pitched voice (laughs) yeah wow i love that's what you think of Ah, i probably would have been like i'm so close to getting set and might as well just pay it i have a whole bunch of extra money i kind of agree with what you're saying now now that you kind of pointed out but yeah i've I would have, because it's like, I want to go on my way. Goodbye. Chloe, would you have mentioned the upcharge in the room that the Tenardiers put? <laughs> yeah. I, somebody tries to take three times the amount for a hotel room? Um, I think not. Would you, would you have? I would have just left him alone, because, I mean, we have, like, hundreds of thousands of times as much as he wants you to pay, so you can just pay him that and leave. Okay, but, like, you still, even though you still have that money, he was saving it for a cassette, right? But he they, was saving six hundred thousand for cassette, and he brings six hundred and fifteen thousand. Therefore, he's fifteen thousand to pay for anything he needed on the way. Yeah, but the, the, the yeah, he's probably done it to a whole bunch of more other people. So wouldn't you try and mention it to him and try and make sure he doesn't do it against somebody yeah, else? Yeah, but if if you tell him not to. He, 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 he's not going to stop doing it. He's just gonna, not going to do it to you. I guess, right? <laughs> I, I would have mentioned that. All right, I'm going to keep this short and sweet because I figure everybody that is on this podcast has either watched the musical, seen the musical, or read the book. So, John changes his name to Mr. Manalite and becomes the mayor of town. Then he saves a person from underneath a cart but then the inspector notices that he looks like Jean and starts to stalk him. We then meet Fantine, and she gets arrested because she attacks somebody. But Jean saves her, and then we notice that um, Fantine goes into a hospital and asks to see her daughter Cosette before she dies. Jean promises that she will find her, and Jean always keeps his promises. Then he finds out that Javert, that, well, Javert tells him that there's his doppelganger in prison, and that's going to go to prison, and he does not feel right with the content, so he goes and chases the guy that is t- his twin, or shall- not twin, but that looks like him. So then that happens, and he gets caught by Javert again. And then he goes to prison, but then he escapes prison. So at this time, he goes, and he tells Fantine that she cannot, that he can't get Cosette and that he is sorry, and then he goes to prison and stays in prison. But while he's in prison, he saves a, a sailor, and he falls off the edge of a boat, which then leads everybody to think he's dead. But is he? No. He actually goes and finds Cosette and saves her. And Cosette is 
in a very bad situation with the Thenardiers, and they are not very good people. And here's a little text to another book connection, is that Cosette is in the little cubby under the stairs, and so is Harry Potter, which I'm a big fan of, so that's pretty cool. Um, and then she admires a little doll in a window, and Jean buys of her, and then all this stuff happens, and Mr. Thenardier charges Jean with a lot of money for staying in his uh, tavern, and John pays it because he just wants to get out of there. Mr. President, what did you think when the mayor of Amsterdam came into your courtroom? Well, I was excited, honestly. I'd heard so much about the guy, and I thought it was kind of strange that he was coming in right now. But at the same time, I was very excited. He's a successful businessman. He's the mayor of a city. Like, this is a first for me. I've never met him before, so it was very exciting. Would you say you'd look up to him? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't have much prior knowledge to him before he became the mayor of M.C.L.M., but at the same time, he's such a successful businessman. He cares for the people of his town. So, yes, absolutely, I look up to him. So you said you didn't have any prior knowledge of him. And when he stood up and told you that he was Jean Valjean, were, did you feel betrayed in any way that your role model had done this sort of crime? Well, a little bit. I before, When he came in, I noticed he did look a bit like an older version of this Jean Valjean guy we had in the courtroom. But that wasn't really important to me at the time. So I did feel betrayed, honestly. I'd looked up to this man for so long only to find out he was a dangerous crim criminal. Like, that hurts a person. It really does. So would you have given him any longer a sentence or would you have had any sort of biases because of that betrayal if you were to sentence him again or when you did? Well, as a man of the law, I can't have biases. That's just the truth. I mean, no matter how betrayed I felt, that's I just can't have biases. I mean, yeah. I, I might have actually shortened his sentence, but at the same time, I felt he was deserving of this. Yeah, of course. Well, well, thank you for your opinion. And that was the Monsieur President or the judge of the courtroom, and that is all. So last week we made a prediction that uh, uh, Jean, oh my gosh, I forgot his name, oh wow, that Jean was going to come into money, and that turns out to be right. So yeah, so now our predictions for this week are that Cosette will find out about Jean, and then she'll like, how'd you put it? You put it in a really funny way. How I put it was she was going to figure out that he was a convict and yeet herself out of his life. My God. Eighth grade boys. Yeah, so I agree with that, and I feel like something's going to happen, but then she's obviously going to come back because that's the type of book it is. And, yeah, so that's our Shaggy's predictions. Shaggy's power condemns her. What? Now for our questions. Question one. What is the name of the doll Jean buys for Cassette? Question two. How much more is Jean charged for the room than it? And three. What does Jean do when he sees the total amount of money he's supposed to pay? Send your answers to chloe.zidler at rcsd.ca. The proper spelling will be in the description box. <laughs> is for your chance to win an autographed picture of the cast of The Mason and Chloe Show.
That's all for today, people. Don't come back next week. Actually do, though, because we're desperate for viewers. Thank you. Bye. Yay.